Hello there. My name is Jen Ives and me got podcast now. Uh, this is my new podcast, me got podcast. Um, I don't know why me got podcast, but me, me do, me, me do. Um, how are you? I, oh, wait, you can't, oh yeah. <laughs> Podcasts, they, they run in one direction, you know, it's like there's what, I, I talk to you and you listen, that's the contract, the social, the podcast social contract. Sometimes podcasts have two sort of hosts and they talk to each other which generally creates more of a interesting dynamic. Um, sometimes uh, podcasts would be like a like a call-in show podcast. I was listening to one recently where the host would invite people to leave voicemails or audio. What do you call uh, like uh, voicemails? <laughs> but on a computer and then they would listen to those voicemails and then the host kind of like answers the questions or like comments on the voicemails that have been left I don't know how to do that um, and I don't have a host for this it's just me talking to you whoever you are Rebecca now, see, like, I uh, I don't know if anyone's listening to this, but if Rebecca's listening, oh, she's going to be in for a scare. Um, I also think this is, this is, uh, is going to very much be a one-take affair. I don't want to, I don't want to waste my time. And I don't want to waste your time. I just want to talk about whatever's on my mind. I guess I should introduce myself. I mean, if for some reason you're listening to this. And you have no idea who I am. Which is very possible. Why are you, why are you listening to this? Are you just like some kind of weirdo creep? Who listens to random podcasts by people that aren't even popular you, you, you're one of those you're so edgy you're such a sort of hipster type that you you don't listen to the mainstream podcasts you go straight to the bottom of the list you're like I'm people say what are you listening to and you go, oh, I'm listening to some pretty underground shit right now I don't think you'd know I don't think you'd know it and they're like, no, 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 try me. I listen to some pretty underground podcasts myself. And then you'll be like, well, have you ever listened to Me Got Podcast? And they'll, they'll go, no, I haven't ever listened to that. And you go, well, no one has. I'm the first. And now that I've told you about it, it's not cool anymore. Anyway, uh, yeah, my name's Jen. And I am a comedian, um, a writer, uh, an actor, kind of. 
<laughs> comic actor they call it you know my range is uh comedy comedy to comedy i can do i can do drama but it's more like comic drama which is when you go like oh no i've broken my leg but um yeah, i'd pull a funny face as well i think that's comic drama i don't know maybe See, usually I, I don't like podcasts like this, like the one that you're listening to now. I don't, I don't like podcasts like this, where it's just one person, just talking into nothingness. You know, they're very, um, they're like self-indulgent, aren't they? That kind of self-indulgent. It's like, oh, I'm important enough that people will just enjoy. Like, they'll just enjoy me just saying whatever. I've got hot takes on the world. I can, I'll can. i set the world to rights. And everyone else will just listen. But the thing is, I don't have to listen to this podcast. I just have to make it. You have to listen to it. Well, you don't have to listen to it, but you are. I mean, you probably, if you're hearing this, you are listening to it now. And I'm not listening to it. I'm making it. I'm literally speaking into a microphone right now. And I probably will have to listen to a bit of it when I edit it just to make sure that the sound levels are okay. But I'm not going to listen back to the whole thing. So if the me from the past says anything messed up, you know, about, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know, some kind of crazy hot take about why... Like, oh, you know, people that eat uh, deep pan pizzas are, are, are freaks or whatever like that. And then I end up regretting it. Um, I'm not going to know that, you know. I might, I might, I might offend the deep pan pizza community. Um, I don't always, I don't, actually I don't hate all deep pan pizzas. I've, I've had, in Soho, uh the one in London, I know there's a few Soho's, but the one in London, not the Soho in Australia, not the Soho in Madagascar, but the Soho, uh, London, England, there's a pizza restaurant and they sell what they claim is authentic, um, Chicago style pizza. And I thought that I'd had a Chicago-style pizza in the past. But what I'd actually had was those Chicago town pizzas that you put in the microwave. Um, or the oven, you can do both. But they used to come with a little metal, like, kind of, not metal, but, like, conductive disc. So when you put them in the microwave, it cooked the base better, but they don't include that disc anymore. I don't know if you've noticed that, but, um, so now they're not really giving you the option to microwave them properly. You can put them in the microwave, but they'll come out much soggier. So they're kind of encouraging you to use the oven, which if you think about it is a bit unsafe, isn't it? Cause what if I, what if I can't use the oven? What if I'm not allowed? Anyway, um, those aren't real. They're not Chicago style really. Cause this pizza place that I went in. Um, 
the thing that differentiates the, the deep pan Chicago style is that it's very much like a deep sort of pie thing. But they've kind of thrown the rule book out the window. Like you think you know, you know, what a pizza is. But these um, Chicago, Chicagoans, they're like, well, we're not putting the cheese on the top. We're going to put the cheese underneath the tomato. And everyone's like, oh my, what? What do you mean by that? And they're like, you know how usually uh, pizzas, you know, like when they were invented in like Naples or whatever, wherever, or Italy, whatever. And you're like, yeah, I remember that. Of course, it was a crazy day. This guy came out, he said, I've done it, I've made something. It's like a, a spread, but I've put like um, the tomatoes on it and the sauce. A gravy, some people said, but like a sauce. And they're like, oh, I also put cheese on the top and I've baked it at a very high temperature. And everyone's like, oh my God, this is so good. And they were like that for a long time. And then Chicago comes along and they're like, well, do you know what? Like, why has it got to be that way around? Why can't you put the cheese underneath? So first you see it, you're like, oh, I've got like a big uh, tomato-y pie, which is unusual in itself. But then you cut it and not only is there cheese underneath, but it's an awful lot of cheese anyway it was really nice that's the point of that I really enjoyed it but yesterday my friend ordered us uh, some pizzas and it's from a pizza place I can't remember exactly what it was called I think it's called like it's one of those ones that's like top pizza or like pizza go 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 or something like that you know and I requested a margarita, or margarit, margaritza, I don't know how you say it, margarit, margarit, margarita. Um, and when it came, it, it, it was, it looked very much like a margarita. But then I bit into it, and this was just a regular kind of like thin crust, like real pizza, and I, and I bit into it, and underneath the cheese hidden underneath it intentionally it seems were several discs of pepperoni now the thing is I don't eat pepperoni okay I'm um, a vegetarian so I don't know if you know what that means if you've heard of uh, vegetarians before but what it means is it means that when we see pepperoni, we um we avoid it. Like we kind of we beeline away from it normally. Like whenever I'm in the supermarket and there's the pepperoni aisle, I usually skip that aisle. Go down one of the other aisles, like the um like the broccoli aisle or whatever. So it's quite alarming to have uh pepperoni sort of like forced back into my existence and so here's the thing like I ate some pepperoni I ate it because I chewed it and I swallowed it and then I thought well that didn't seem right and then I checked because the thing is like when you just eat when you take a bite of something and it looks right 
and you bite it, sometimes it's not until it goes down that you kind of realise because psychologically it all makes sense visually and stuff like that. It's a bit like how sometimes, you know, when you put your hand under a tap and you, you're not sure at first whether it's freezing cold or scalding hot. Um, actually, I guess it's not really like that. It's kind of the opposite of that, but you know what I mean. Anyway, the point is um, people are hiding things in pizzas these days and I don't understand why. Like what if somebody had an allergic uh, allergy? <laughs> what if someone had an allergic allergy to pepperonis? I've never personally met someone who does have an allergic allergy to pepperonis, but you might have an allergic allergy to pepperonis. It's more of the principle, you know? Not so much the ethics, really. I mean, that is important, but it's the principle of it. You know? I mean, I still ate it. I, I took all the pepperonis out. I peeled the cheese off and then I took all the pepperonis out. And then I ate the pizza and put all the pepperonis on the side. And then all the pepperonis then went in the bin. Which I think is more ethical because now it means that the animal died for nothing. You know? Which is much, much more ethical. It's not ethical for me to eat it, but, you know, as long as the animal ends up in the bin, that's fine. I bought some flowers today. I'm, I'm looking at them now. They're like a, you know, like a bunch of flowers. They're from, I'll be honest, they're not from a florist. They're from a supermarket. And I'll be honest, they're not from, like, a big supermarket. They're from, like, the Express version of the supermarket but it's not they're not a regular express they're a slightly bigger express so they're actually more like in the middle between an express and a supermarket but it is still called express it's an express that's punching well above its weight basically like they have a very big selection of, of food in there and you have you know it takes a while to walk around it is it what i'm saying is it's it's i don't want you to get the wrong idea about the size of this place it wasn't just your regular kind of express where you're like in and out it was like it's quite big it's the one in islington i don't know if you've ever been to the one in islington um near king's cross station it's great it's so big um anyway the point is these flowers they were on deal it's like they're the kind of end of the day flowers they're mostly pink and purple and there's there's one that's like a long stem with what kind of looks like lily pads like going up it but it's not lily pads there's also a couple of big flowers that have yet to 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 fully open which is quite sad because imagine i should say that these flowers they were reduced you know they had the reduced sticker on them they were 10 pounds and they were reduced to £2.50. So I thought, well, I'd better, better snap those up. But imagine being a flower and not even being at the stage where your petals have opened up and already you're being reduced. You haven't even had a chance to show your potential. That's life, I guess, right? 
It's sad. I cut the stems. You know, I know enough about life. I've, I've been on this earth long enough to know that you should cut the stems. I don't know what happens to the, the bottom of the stems that means that you have to cut the stems. Maybe they maybe they fuse closed when they're like pulled from the ground or something. They're very pretty flowers and I like having flowers in my room because you can smell them. You can. And it's a nice smell. I really enjoy the process of arranging the flowers. And listen, I wouldn't call myself a flower arranger by trade, you know. I've never been paid to do it. But I do take it upon myself to arrange the flowers. I, I like to lay them out and then I like to choose where they're positioned. I, I don't just accept the layout that comes in the bunch when you buy it. The way I see it, once you cut that elastic band off, it's up to you, you know. I don't understand somebody who just accepts that formation of flowers. Because after all, like, I mean, it is a good formation of flowers. It's like nice enough that it enticed me to buy them in the first place. But there's a difference between marketing and art, you know, I think. And when the flowers are in the supermarket, they're being marketed to you. They're arranged in order to sell to you, you know, to, to, to be look as sexy as possible. But I don't want sexy flowers when I'm at home. I want classy flowers, so I've arranged them in a slightly more open way, giving them all a little bit more space. I gave them their, um, you know, their little sachet, that they have a little plant food sachet that comes with them now. Plant food. I don't know what it is. I've never, I, do you know what? I've, every time I, I give it that, you know, you cut it and you open the sachet and you put it in the water, in the vase or vase or vasi. You put it in and um, you don't think about like, well, what is it though? You just accept that it's like some kind of minerals or some kind of uh, plant food. But like, what, what do plants eat? They eat the sun, don't they? That's how plants work. Like, at least that's I got a C in science at school, but I'm pretty sure that they take in light through photosynthesis and that is their sort of sustenance. Other than water, obviously, we know they need water, but then it's light, water and light. But flowers, they've obviously been cut from their stems, so like, I get that they need a little bit extra, they need help, but just what is it? Is it liquid sun? Is it sunny delight? I don't know. But what I do know is, every time I open that little sachet, I do think, well, what would happen if I drank this? You know, what would happen if, if I just squeezed a little bit of this nectar down my throat? What would happen to me? 
would I photosynthesize? Or would nothing happen? Probably nothing would happen. It probably doesn't taste very nice. I don't know. Maybe next time I'll... Maybe it'll be like, oh, here's a bit for you and here's a bit for me. You know, some people say that, like, they wouldn't give their pets a type of food without trying it first. Like, I've heard of that before. Like, people like to try the dog food. Uh, which is, you know... Like, if you want to eat dog food, just be honest and say that you want to eat dog food. You know, I would have much more respect for you if you just, you know, bust open a can and just ate it with pride. Don't make up little stories to justify it, you know. It's only dog food because they put dog food on the can, you know. If a cat eats dog food, is it still dog food? At what point does it become cat food? And if a human eats dog food, well, then it's just food, isn't it? And when I eat the plant food, which I probably will do next time, and I should probably say this isn't an endorsement to eat plant food, but as a vegetarian, over the past couple of years, I've noticed that eating plant-based things has become all the rage. It used to be corn corn was the big hitter you'd say oh you you're vegetarian are you this is uh like you're preparing a sunday dinner or whatever and i'm supposed to be coming over imagine that like you're preparing a sunday dinner i'm supposed to be coming over and you'd be like oh you're a vegetarian are you i go yeah and they go do you like an what do you want a nut roast i say oh i'm sorry i, I don't actually not that keen on nut roast so and it's always too much so uh and then you'd be like oh that's fine i'll get you a bit of corn in get you some corn in and i'll go that's great thank you i love corn and they'll go that's all right i'll get you a bit of corn in and i'll say well it's no trouble i mean like if you I'll, I'll happily just eat like the potatoes and the vegetables and the gravy like i don't need like a a, a solid meat product style thing there it's quite a lot of food anyway and they'll go no 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 you've got to have we'll get you a bit of corn in but these days i feel like people are moving away from corn you go to the the supermarket you look in the the freezer or the fridge and don't get me wrong corn is still very prevalent i'm not i'm not trying to say that corn is on its way out i'm just saying that there are competitors, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot more plant-based products. Um, like, you know, plant this, uh, plant meatball, plant burger, like plant bacon, bacon from a plant, yes, plant-based bacon. I think it's because people people distrust corn because they don't know what it is. Um, if you don't know what it is, it's basically 
a type of fungus, or sorry, not fungus, like fungi, like a mushroom, basically. It's a type of mushroom that is grown in a tank. Um, I think they're not legally allowed to say it's a mushroom or something because it's grown in a tank. But it essentially is made of, like, fungi proteins. And look, I have no problem with that. I mean, the thing about corn is it's all, it's just texture. You know, it's, 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 it's like uh, tofu in a way. It's like, it's a, it's a texture based thing. And I like mushrooms, you know? But now people are like, no, like, I don't know what corn is, but I know what plants are. So I want a plant, I want my burger to be plant based, please. When did we start um, caring about what the baseline of a food was? You have to be careful when you read these things because it might say plant-based, but then it might also say, but like, the top on the top of it, we've put a whole bunch of meat. Anyway, mushrooms, they are, they are like, well, are they plants? They're not plants, but they're like... They're plant adjacent, they're like vegetables, or they're like, they're not vegetables. What's a mushroom? It's like a, it's like a little, um, it's like a, it's a food, a little food that grows in the ground. Uh, the problem with the, like, at least then you know what you're getting, you can still read the ingredients. These plant-based things, they, um... They never say what plants they are, like in the adverts and stuff. Like, it's all very well that something is plant-based. But what plant is it? You know, what would you rather be eating? Like, like a, like a, some kind of shrub? Or like a rose? Like, oh, this is a lovely rose burger. How, how posh and nice. And then meanwhile, you go somewhere else. It's like, wow, what is this? And I'm like, it's a daffodil burger. Or I'm like, did you, did you just pick all the weeds out of your garden and stick them in this bun? This tastes just like a bun full of weeds in it. It's like you haven't even gone to the effort of pulping them into the shape of a burger and they're just like no no that's a plant-based burger like, this isn't a plant-based burger this is just some weeds in a bun and then you look even closer you're like this isn't even a bun this is two rocks you've, you've got two large rocks from your garden and you've put a bunch of weeds in between two rocks and you've served that to me uh, in a in a box and they're like no that's a plant-based burger I'm like feel how heavy it is like like I'm like when you handed it to me I I kind of like nearly fell over it's really heavy like if I ate this and if I tried to eat this I'd die and they're like it's it's plant-based and then you open it and you look in and you go what is this what is this 
I was like, they're like, it's cheese, it's vegan cheese. I'm like, this isn't vegan cheese. They're like, yes, it is, it's vegan. I'm like, this is AstroTurf. This is a small sample piece of AstroTurf. Uh, this is inedible. And they're like, it's natural, it's a plant-based burger. Take it or leave it. Uh, and you say, well, well, I want my money back. And I know you can't have your money back. It's plant-based. And you go, I demand my money back. And they go, okay. And they give you your money back. And as you're walking away, you go, wait a minute, this isn't my money. And you look in your hand and guess what's in there? You thought it was uh, three coins, but it's three slugs. Um, thank you for listening to the first episode of... Uh, me got podcast um if you if you uh if you want to you can follow me on twitter at jen ives comedian or you can support me on patreon that's patreon.com slash jen ives that's j-e-n-i-v-e-s or if you'd like to make a one-off donation to me, <laughs> uh, you can do that at ko-fi.com slash comedy, I think. Or Jen Ives Comedian, I think. One of this is either is either Jen Ives Comedy or Jen Ives Comedian, okay? If if you do the wrong one and you end up donating money to somebody else, that's fine. I don't actually mind. Uh, just it's nice that someone's getting some money. Anyway, uh, I'll do another one of these soon. And uh, have a nice time tomorrow. Okay, bye. Thank you. I'm just going to wait till it gets to 30 minutes exactly. Hold on. <laughs>